The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. everyone and welcome to another episode of Fan Critical. Tonight we're giving you your weekly dose of Walking Dead coverage. Take immediately in case of walker bites. As always, I'm joined tonight by two of the Fan Critical gang. First up, he loves to hate the Walking Dead. Fan Critical's very own soothsayer of doom, John. Yay! And that's his enthusiasm. And taking a fan field and sometimes critical graphic novel versus TV show stance, our resident comic canon expert, Len. What's up, everybody? And <laughs> and ritual lover of the Walking Dead that I am, I am your utter shambles of a host, Emma. Tonight we'll be covering episode four of The Walking Dead, season eight, Some Guy. Oh, and Some Guy He Is, directed by Dan Liu. I'm going to throw you out a spoiler warning. Spoiler warning! Seasons one to seven, season eight to eight, and the comics up to this point may be discussed. You have been warned. Hold on to your hats, people. It's time to get fan critical on The Walking Dead. This week, we saw some serious fighting, gruesome machine gun massacres, the return of solo assassin Carol, tense moments with some of our favourite characters, a completely heroic Jerry moment, and a tragically heroic self-sacrifice by the one and only Sheba. Team, what were your thoughts on Season 8's highest rated episode so far? Len? Well, um... It's so much better than what we've seen so far this season. Like, it's head and shoulders above it. I think we alluded to the fact in, in, in previous episodes that so far, everything's sort of gone Rick's group's way. And until that cliffhanger at the end of the last episode, we didn't really we didn't really have any losses on Rick's side. Yeah, Eric died. But, you know, at this point, <laughs> Eric hadn't had much, like, character development. You no, know? it was sad. It was sad still, but it's not like a major loss for Rick's <clears> team. It's not going to affect the outcome of All Out War. No. And just seeing the opening of this episode, which was absolutely brilliant. So good. Uh, so good. Just that shot of Ezekiel's hand coming out of the corpses um, at the start of the episode, juxtaposition with his sort of, you know, bravado that we've been hearing for the last two or three episodes now was amazing. Mm. Just that cut, cut the music, you know, it was just brutal. <coughs> and seeing the damage that these guns, these Browning, is it M52 guns have caused, it was horrific. <laughs> so, yeah, like the stakes have been raised for Rick's group here. And at the same time, I was just impressed by how tight it was as an episode and how much I cared about the characters. I absolutely loved this episode. Um, I don't remember what other episodes Dan Lee's directed, um, but the bookmarking here of Ezekiel, both kind of right at the beginning and the opening and in those the kind of end outros, yeah. was superb. Um, I was hooked the whole way through. My emotions went on a roller coaster. Um, and actually, I really liked the focus just on a handful of key characters. But John, ever, ever critical? What are your thoughts? 
fan critical, so makes sense, doesn't it? Um, <clears throat> it was fucking good, wasn't it? Uh, maybe I think it's good because the rest of it's been fucking garbage, but um, uh, I've, I've, I guess I've got to echo Lenny. Um, <laughs> that's not his name. Uh, that that intro, unbelievable. Yeah. Like again, I mean, been relatively critical about uh, character development or. Um, the fact that it's just, you know, shooty, shooty, gun, gun. Um, that is a hashtag but, now. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting some follows. Um, but I think uh, you talk about juxtaposition. Like that bit where he's, that speech that he does. Um, and not only the speech, but the music that plays whilst he's doing that speech. Yeah. Which I think, the last time I remember that, <clears throat> or at least the last time I remember that music playing that vividly, was when Rick, so when he went to the hilltop and he said, you were right, we should have fought, blah, 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 blah. And then he meets up with um, Daryl. Yeah. That music is the same music that was playing then. So shout out to Bear McCreary <clears throat> for that. Is that the... Uh, that is the composer? guy, that is the dude that does the music for Walking Dead. La, 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 I do music. Exactly <laughs> like that. But, uh, Willis, mate. Well done. Brilliant. Really good. Yeah, and really good. that is how you set the scene for an episode. Yes. Um, having said that, I, I do think that that's the peak, but it's a fucking really strong like, part of the episode. All right, so let's talk about the opening. So, you know, we, we've, we've talked a little bit about it, but we open up with Ezekiel sorting out his dread, shaving his beard, dressing himself up, looking pretty badass cool, to be fair. I mean, Kari <coughs> Payton is one of my favourite actors in the show now, uh, purely for his just bizarrely beautiful soliloquy action um and also because he's a lovely looking man uh gotta say i'm the only girl here um well, and think, you kind of you've got that I think we agree don't we he's yeah right, we, right? he's a good looking good looking fella i think yeah. we're gonna now i think we're also girls but oh yeah <laughs> yeah well the two girls agree um but i also agree so there you go um but, you know, then you picked up on this, that juxtaposition between his giving this massive speech and everyone's jumping around to, to give him a hug and they're all joining <laughs> in a big circle and then all of a sudden there's this absolute fucking disgrace of a massacre. Who mm. knew a gun that big could shoot people's body parts off? And then it's kind of reflected in him being underneath those those walker bodies <clears throat> or corpses until they become walkers. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what we really thought was going to happen at the end of last episode... And there's a lot of questions I had at this opening, but I was just gobsmacked by it. I mean, Len, talk to me about first couple of scenes and, and your your feelings on that in a bit more detail. So, obviously, having read a bit of the comics, I've got a bit of insider knowledge about maybe the way this is going to go. Obviously, the show, as we've said in previous episodes, doesn't necessarily always copy, you know, panel for panel what's going to happen. Yeah. But, you know, there is an ambush on um, Ezekiel's group in the in the comics you know it's a similar sort of plan different outposts are attacked and ezekiel's kingdom lot are ambushed after some early successes shall we say so i was expecting you know it to be bad but as i said at the beginning the brutality of those guns like you can see why rick darrell and everyone wants to stop those guns now because you look around the size of the holes in these people is like the size of a volleyball. I mean, they rip limbs off. It's just it's horrific. Insane. And and it's also harking back to something that I like, which is, and we mentioned it last week. Was it last week? With the uh, the the walkers rolling down the hill, sort of that Romero esque yeah. zombiness about it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know, think about it. Like you're in a zombie apocalypse where everyone who dies turns into a zombie, right? Yeah. 
you wake up probably like disorientated. Everyone's been dead for a little bit of time. You're in this crowd of corpses. The only survivor. It's horrific. Like they're all going to start coming back to life yeah. and and eating you. And at the moment he was there, I was like, you've got to get away from those corpses because it's going to be game over. Yeah. Well, I think there's a, that amazing bit of imagery of you know him, everyone following him to, yeah. to the death and then in death because actually they all get up eventually when they turn. Yeah. And start following him again. And it's just, I mean, my heart was breaking for him because you just watched, his face just crumbled. He, he rolled yeah. out, he looked at the faces of the corpses mm. on the floor and he just broke. I almost thought like it might have been better if they started turning whilst they were on top of him. I thought that would have been horrendous. Mm. Mm, um, yeah. But then you might have to suspend your disbelief that uh, yeah. there's fucking like 10 or, or there's like five or six people on him, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, one of them with no arm. One of them with no arm. Limbs are lost. Armless. <laughs> um, but, yeah, look, I mean, I'm not going to... What are you laughing at? Um, but Armless. I'm not going to pick holes in it. It's strong beginning. Strong beginning. Already a lot of holes there off the guns, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, it's important to note that um, the kingdom followers are so loyal to ezekiel that they obviously saved him in this instance like you know yeah that like you saw it like protect the king in the previous episodes and you saw it again in this episode protect at the end of the last episode protect the king and obviously he awakes from the corpse of people over him who obviously mm. sacrificed themselves for him yeah which is also interesting talking about these juxtapositions in the episode you know these people wanted to follow him to the death mm. Well, they are dead now. But, you know, I mean, I it's an extreme them... juxtaposition there. Like, yeah. his followers have literally followed him to the grave and are reanimating and haunting him. Like, it's very sort of like Macbeth, you know, Macbeth or something. You know, you know it's, it's, it's very, very sort of Shakespeare Macbeth. sort of situation. Extreme well, tragedy. Is, oh, yeah. I mean, look, he's a Shakespearean... Um... Actor? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, w- I was going to say uh, plagiarist. Oh. Um, oh, is he, though? Well, he is in a way. Yeah, actually, to be fair, a little bit. Now you've ruined it. Because he doesn't... Well, no, because he doesn't... Quote him. He's not He's not playing a character. Yeah. It's like when like, you get done for plagiarism. He is that person. I mean, he's living that life. Yeah. Um, or that um, lie. So he hasn't, he hasn't referenced he... properly in his essay. <laughs> so he's living he's that done lie, for son. Plagiarism. What I really liked about that opening, aside from the, the blood and gore and guts, which is probably one of the best of the season so far, yep. to be fair, um, <clears throat> was Carol and Ezekiel talking about, you know, have you not ever been forced to make the choice to become the hero or, you know, as I call it, like the king and the assassin? Like You've seen me fight. That's brilliant. That is fucking brilliant. That's good. Um, And I I thought they were going to start, you know, proper sharing. And I wonder if they will now. Um, Because I think actually... Hello. Fine. Took me a moment there. Sorry. Um, But I wonder actually if now that Ezekiel has just lost his shit, a bit like Carol did at one point where she Mm. was responsible for so many deaths, I wonder whether she'll be the one to pick him back up again and re-piece him into the king. Mm. What do you you think about that, John? Do you think that Ezekiel is done now? I know we're jumping way ahead, but it seems relevant. Is he done now or is he going to get back to where he should be? He'll get back to where he should be. No one wants to watch another character in the show broken and, oh, I don't want to be this and... Four, four episodes in going, oh, man, oh, well, fucking get over yourself, That's mate. boring, isn't it? You're the king. Like, you're important to the people. You're like, you're this, uh, you're this message. You know, you're, you're this, uh, I don't know, this patriarch, if you will. Yeah, but, yeah, completely. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, let's talk about Ezekiel's journey throughout this episode because it is essentially the Ezekiel show, which I love. Um, <laughs> so, you know, as we said, the kingdom fighters start to rise as walkers and they start to follow him. He's, he's 
got a bashed up leg. He's he's stumbling along the floor. Go away! Stumbling, that's the word, yeah. Stumbling. Scrambling and stumbling. Yeah. Stumbling, yeah. Stumbling. Stumbling. Um, and then as he's word now. I said stumbling. Oh, fair enough. Well, you said scrumbling. Strumbling. Yeah, it um, and then all of a sudden, we've got this fucking saviour that turns up, who, interestingly, reminds me of a cross between Eugene and Jeffrey Dahmer. I thought oh, you were about um, to say, reminds me of a cross of you. Yeah, like, <laughs> pointing at me. <laughs> and yeah. I, I was about Len, to take serious you, offence yeah. about It's just led. I was about to take serious offence, because I have to say, my one note of... Uh, I've got a couple of notes of that are still negative, the because thing. it wouldn't be... It wouldn't be not one of them is please don't call me that guy because he was horrific that's not a note about the show Len no but I mean like he, he was one of the weaknesses right for me is this random saviour guy who was <clears throat> literally a comic book character like no, not as in literally from the comics he is literally a comic book character in the way he was acting and the way he was just did he have fake teeth in did anyone that, look, look at his face it was weird I don't know did he it looked. He looked like he had some sort of. I apologise to whoever on. the actor is. Um, if those are your real teeth, um, they were a bit weird. But they're it, weird. You know, Len's not thinking about what he's saying. I mean, it just. I, I just felt that he was a bit of a random. He was element. very um, kind of cardboard cutouty. I mean, he's fucking shit. Like, <laughs> That's a good shit. word. Yeah, trope. He I think, was what shit. I was for. Like again, um, there are negatives in. I mean, this isn't a ten out of ten episode. I'd say it's probably like an eight and a half. Eight point five is good. I'd, I'd say eight point five. So is right. it's an eight and a half out of ten. Uh, the reason why I'm so happy with it is that it's not a fucking two out of ten, uh, and I'm not just going, "What is this? What is the point of this?" But he is shit. Um, I don't care if he's got fake teeth or real teeth. You know, I mean, he. Uh, you are right. He is just so like inserted. Yeah. Insert needless character here. Um, just so over the top. And the issue that I had with it was the fact that it wasn't like one scene and then Jerry came and saved him. It was like, it was like, it was like four, it was like four scenes where Ezekiel was trying to best him and then was like, no, no, son, I'm taking you back to Negan. I'm some sort of rapist guy from the Saviors that's going to fuck you up, son. Stop doing that. Jesus, I will give you another chance. Well, fuck off, mate. What is this? It's ridiculous. Gotta say, though, let's jump slightly ahead. That moment when that guy got chopped in half with an axe and all of a sudden I was like, who the fuck is it? Who is it? good. And then I shouted at the table. I was like, Jerry! (laughs) It's the viewers. I've had enough. (laughs) Fuck off. Who's on the story? That was fucking (laughs) immense. Possibly, I think, the best kill of this season so far. Uh, I love Jerry more than life itself. Um, He is one of my favourite characters on the show. He's not a comic book character. He's something they've just put in. But his like comic relief is just amazing. And this episode, we'll come on to it later or whatever, I just felt he had the time to shine because we always questioned the Kingdom Fighters' ability in a war because they've just been training quite a lot. They haven't really been confrontational like the Alexandrians have or Rick's group have. Um, But to see Jerry and Ezekiel really fucking tear it up in this episode was great. So cool. I have to admit, for me, and not to hark back to our other podcasts, but listen to them, they're great. Um, Jerry and Ezekiel in that kind of those next couple of scenes a bit later on really reminded me of how much I love Dustin and Steve in the last half of Stranger Things season two. Like, I mean, (laughs) it it was fantastic. They are a good duo. Like, Like, I would Jerry is Dustin, obviously. Yeah, I would happily watch a a Jerry and Ezekiel escapade into the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, that's essentially what this episode was. But let's let's jump back a little bit. So. (laughs) I want to talk about Carol. 
solo assassin Carol, um, who's gone on a very kind of Call of Duty esque again. Um, Good. Rampage Wait through the gun cache. This is talking, Emma. This is just highlighting the fact you don't play games. Call of Duty is very arcadey. She was far more Battlefield in this sense. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I'm just saying, if you play Call of Duty, that's fine. But it's very arcadey. I'm talking about the Call of Duty I played in like 1998. Do you remember when I got? What slapped? is that? Yeah. Yeah. PC. That's, that's not the same. That's PC. absolute nonsense. No, that's Medal of Honor. Old school. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, Medal of Honor. This is what that. I'm talking about. Castle Wolfenstein. I got fucking. Dragged over the coals for saying that girls didn't play video games in the 80s. We've yeah. got one in who doesn't know what she's talking about. So, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I gave you a spoiler warning that way, I was going to be in a shambles. So, we do think know. that girls play games now probably just as much as guys nowadays. So, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not Big true. fan. You know. um, anyway, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> nah, fuck you. To be honest, massive fuck you. Um. <laughs> Harking back to Rick and Daryl in earlier episodes of the season, kind of solo missions through a half-abandoned building, you know, trying to stay alive. And, and Carol was pretty badass again, mm. like real badass. Um, John, what did you what did you think of Carol <laughs> going back to that kind of assassin style running around? <clears throat> I mean, I expected it. Um, and I guess if, there, if there's going to be a complaint, it's... Uh... After a very, very strong start, a, a very strong start, I mean, look, yeah. I said eight and a half out of ten. That beginning, genuinely, the beginning of the show, the first five minutes is ten out of ten. Yeah. Ten out of ten. Um, that's strong from John. That's, that's uh, I've never first, heard that. Look, I mean, it's a 42-minute episode without ad breaks. That's the first five minutes. Let's not get ahead of yourselves. <laughs> if Gimple's listening, fuck off, mate. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> he's not listening anyway. He's too busy fucking this series up. But anyway, um, <laughs> oh, so, God. but he is. Uh, it did get quite predictable. And like every 10 minutes, it'd be like, well, this is going to happen. And then it did happen. Yeah. So uh, the fact that when he was lying there, as soon as it came away from him, my thought was there's only one other character mm. they're going to follow and she's just going to start killing everyone. Um, what I feel, what I, what I, what I feel about that um, I'm unsure because yeah, she is a bit of a badass, but it is it's getting ridiculous now. Well, she's the ultimate. Like as we said, we we personally like I think have discussed that her character arc has come a long way from the meek sort of housewife that she was in season one to have this transformation to being essentially she saved the group in Terminus. Yeah. She she has gone into these. Yeah, sort but of... I, I almost think that she needs to go. It, like she can't be, and I'm not saying she is homely, but. She almost needs to just be this fucking silent. Uh, she just can't interact with people. Like an anime character that doesn't really no, talk kind to anyone. I think, but it's just like so. Like I think the problem is, is that she's become so damaged that she can't really interact with people anymore. You know, but she, she does though. Like you can not, see, but no, but you can see something with her and Ezekiel. She's not just completely like fuck off. But me. verbally, she probably had about four lines in this episode. Yeah, and most of that was shouting at the saviors, being like, "Come on, let us go away, or, you idiot!" Oh no, it's a lie. You, you shit idiot. Um, Len, I was going to ask actually what the comparison is between Carolyn Show and Carolyn Comic, but you have another comment you'd no, like to Ka- make. No, Carolyn Show and Carolyn Comic are completely different because Carolyn Comic is long dead. She died probably about when they were in the prison. She got infatuated with a zombie 
and got eaten alive by it because she thought it loved her. I think that's Shit, sort of what? the storyline. She she goes a bit insane. That can't be true. No, she what goes a bit. She goes a bit insane. Uh, as I said, please guys read the comic. It's actually very dark. Wait, so is that kind of what they're trying to mirror when they're in the prison and she's responsible for? Mm, I don't think they're trying to mirror anything there. I think they just really like <laughs> Melissa McBride. I know what you mean though, but I, yeah. think, I think they just really like the actress and they thought they like they like where she they could take this character, which I think is a marked improvement on the. On the, I'll be honest. Show. I'd like to see her fall in love with a zombie. She gets infatuated with a zombie, and I think it bites her. And it's it's. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so how could read, you not fall for that? That was a long time ago that I read those issues. I mean, that's like issue thirty-five or something. That is an absolute revelation. Hmm. So Carol, at this point, um, doesn't exist. But what they've done in the show with Carol is one of the areas where they've improved on the comics clearly because she is one of the most valued um, members of the group. And as I said to you guys. I felt in the earlier episodes, and I think you echoed this, John, she seemed a bit vacant, right? Mm. She seemed a bit like, yeah, you've been given some stuff to do, just nod and go along with what Ezekiel's saying. And I think it's, she's a bit dead inside. Yeah, yeah, but no, but she's supposed to have this renewed sort of hope for fighting. It's almost like she's walking dead. Dead. Oh. oh. But like, what I liked about this episode, and I, I know some people aren't thrilled with the Carol stuff, but <clears throat> seeing her like, the ingenious ways that she comes up to kill, comes up with to like kill multiple people is always fun. Like in a dark macabre kind of way, she like pulls <laughs> in the air vent and just absolutely machine guns yeah, like yeah, five I guys. That. I was like, yeah. right, it's fucking ace. That's someone who is like ready for this apocalypse. Mm. She is like the most well trained. Like you got Dow, you got Rick, fucking golden IS. Yeah, she yeah, <laughs> she's unbelievable. Like, right, and I love that. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Yeah. So yeah, the Carol, yeah. the Carol stuff. <clears throat> in the building very good personally well we'll leave Carol outside of the building Sorry. for a little bit later on because I feel like uh, we could probably have a decent conversation about that yeah <laughs> oh we're going to have fun with that bit yeah I'm waiting for that I'd Funny. like to carry on being a bit more positive I, I absolutely fucking love Carol when she's like murder head I, she's absolutely brilliant mm. I wouldn't touch that one with a barge pole but let's go back to Ezekiel <laughs> and uh, Jeffrey Dahmer um, where he's talking about, you know, the king, the widow and Rick. And he says Rick with such distaste. And then he talks about, you know, come on, I'm going to behead you instead and stick your head up in front of the, you know, main saviour camp. And then Joey turns up and there's this yeah. whole fucking fight scene. Len, you feel, I feel like you've got some thoughts on... No, I'm just glad that guy's dead, as we said earlier. I'm oh, just really fed up with, with him. Just fed up with him. Yeah. Fed up with him. But the return of Jerry, we echoed it a little bit earlier... I'm so happy he's alive. How silly is that kill, though? Yeah, silly, oh, but why great. do I watch zombie apocalypse things? <laughs> yeah, for this really kill. No, 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 no. This is where I get He's in. a normal person. The man. thing that I want more of in The Walking Dead is more George A. Like I said, George A. Romero, zombie apocalypse content, oh, look, which I... is gory kills, fun stuff like that, because at Absolutely. the end of the day, that is what the show is. Like, I'm never taking the show too seriously, which is why we have lots of fun <laughs> yeah, with which it. Which is fine, yeah. Well, I do, like, it's documentary. But I, but I, look, George A. Romero stuff is like very kind of like B-movie stuff. Yeah, I love the, that. The Walking Dead has never been that. It, but, and, if it, but you know what? Sometimes I think it should embrace that fact Which is fine, but itself. it will never, well, it will never in season eight, it's never just going to go, actually... No. We're just going to start B-moving stuff. No. Like, it, it has taken itself quite seriously up until this point. Yes. Um, and if you're going to have a kill like that, that's fine, but it's got to be a zombie. You oh, can't you know fucking what? kill human 
by splitting him in half with an axe. It's mental. Uh, no, but you know, for me, I agree with Len. I have to say, for me, one of the reasons why this episode was oh, so good. Wrong. I ain't wrong. <laughs> but I'm not right either. Hail no, Morgan. Me, right? um, no, one of the things I really loved about this episode was they turned the gore factor up to fucking 20. Yes. And it's the first time they've done that in a while. Blood and guts everywhere and Ezekiel's dragging himself, strumbling and on the floor. Yep. And then that bit where Jerry turned up and split that guy in half, I thought it was epic. Mm. I, I fucking loved it. And if it had been a zombie, it'd just been all mushy and rotten. Like, I mean, <laughs> it was a person. It well, was a clean... Like, just banging, mate. Yeah. I got Valerian steel, though. Oh, well, God. Oh, just... <laughs> Back to Game of Thrones. <laughs> but there's a, there's a great moment after that where Ezekiel's like, oh, shit, man, you're fucking badass. And he goes, oh, your majesty... So he's like, don't call me that. Yeah. You don't have to call me that anymore. Dude. My American accent, it's awful. And then he says, Yeah, dude. Yes, I do. Yeah. There you and, go. And, it's a three way moment there where and, we've all quoted Jerry. And I, I absolutely love that because the thing, <clears> like I said about Jerry, that's great, is he's this sort of comic relief in this sort of wartime scenario that they've got going on. And sometimes in the show, that is this dark, and we've said how dark the show can get at times and depressing. Mm. You kind of need that. And I like the fact that Jerry just, at that moment, imagine all these guys are playing character, right? Like Ezekiel's playing character and Jerry's playing his, like, steward or whatever. I mean, who is Jerry playing if he was he's, playing, he's playing a character his body, He's from... playing his bodyguard. He's playing his bodyguard, yeah, right? Yeah, like, pick a bodyguard, famous bodyguard. Who would it be? Not um, the bodyguard. What's the one that... Um, yeah, I was about to say that one. No. <laughs> yeah. Kevin um, Costner. Kevin Costner. <laughs> he, he was very Kevin he Costner-esque. glorious hair. Um, but what I liked about it is they both... Like, I've just broken character at that point. And it's like, well, fuck this. And he's like, don't call me majesty. And he's like, dude, I, he's, like, I, he's saying, like, I need to do that because yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. thing yeah. that removes me from this this horrific world that I'm in. Whitney, don't Whitney. call me that. And, no. uh... <laughs> Jesus, you and your Jesus fucking karaoke, Len. Sorry. I, I think no, don't call me that because that's not my name in the script, Kevin. I think... <laughs> no, well, don't call me Kevin, then. So... <laughs> <laughs> I think there is a moment where he actually goes, thanks for being such a cool dude. And it just, it's so chill and so cash. Mm. I, that was fantastic. Chill and cash. Chill and cash. Chill cash. It's one for the millennials. Clash. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, I, but actually, was... like, here's... <laughs> to me. Clash. Clash. Clunge? No, not well, Don't that. say that. that. I don't know. It just came out. That's not for the millennials. Yeah. <clears throat> this is not um, the in-betweeners. But I've, I've got to ask, <laughs> and, and I might be a moron in saying this, Probably. I wasn't quite sure who would split this dude in half for about a millisecond. Did, I mean, did we all think it was going to be Jerry? Or I think I hoped it was. Yeah, 100%. But... 100% Jerry. We hadn't seen him. We hadn't seen his corpse at the start, most tellingly. We saw, like, <laughs> bodyguard number three escort Ezekiel yeah. for a little bit and yeah. then get mowed down by <laughs> Teeth Saviour Man. It would have been um, funny if he Teeth like... Saviour Man. Did he, did he call him anything? Did he have a name? You know, it's a shame that... Um, Richard, if anyone remembers the character of Richard from last uh, season... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. ...who was yeah. instrumental in sort of maybe getting Ezekiel and Morgan to the point of war fight and Morgan to the point of insanity where he is now um, Morgan. it's a shame that he's dead because in the sh- in the comic I think he's alive and then he dies at this point but it would have been nice to have someone else there other than Jerry that to, we recognise well I recognise this guy but I didn't like recognise him oh like... fucking hell that guy with the ribbons just died uh, yeah. that you introduced him <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes ago yeah exactly so I mean it would have been nice to have like Richard there. <laughs> Richard, Richard there would have been a significant death if he had lived yeah, to this yeah, point. Yeah. Now, it's so a I... shame they didn't do that. It's a shame. And, well, then I was going to ask, at this point, 
Um, well, kind of this episode as a whole, obviously Ezekiel Salmon is unraveling mm. as the king. Does that happen in the comics? And and how kind of true to them is this this storyline? Yeah, so this sort of happens in a in a quite a weird way in the comics. So Ezekiel flashbacks. So all the panels that you see are like a flashback yeah. of the different sequences that we see in this episode. I actually thought his getting ready at the beginning was a flashback. Yeah, so that is a fla- that is well, was, that yeah. is a flashback. <laughs> I thought that was him getting ready for the... No, no, I mean like a flash, flash, flashback. Oh, like a flash, flash, flashback. Oh, like a long, long flashback. Yeah, like a pre-zombie flashback. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, so yeah. it starts off that what way. What complete yeah. fucked up. No, it's John laughing at you, not me. No, but it's like... So last episode, uh, loads of people jumped at him and obviously like they were all shot dead. And then obviously he must have climbed out of that and gone over ready. to do his hair and then oh, come back, climb under him. <laughs> I read the flashback to before oh, the apocalypse. Just sort of like, oh, I think he was sleepwalking. Oh, God. So, <laughs> it was all a dream. Yeah. So, yeah, he um, he basically is flashbacking all of this information. Like, I think it's like a sort of, like, recap in his mind of what happened. <laughs> okay. Fucking well, <laughs> hell. Oh, I think that was a flashback. Yeah? All right, Captain Obvious. Fucking right. hell. Jeez. <laughs> Do you reckon? I reckon they were zombies, you know. I hate this met that Jerry before, is he not? <laughs> yes! Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Ridiculous. <laughs> flashback. Flashback. Kind of like a flash, flash, flashback. A flash, flash, flashback. Jesus, right then, sorry, please continue. Yeah, Ezekiel is like flashbacking these events in the comic and it pretty much is pretty similar i'd say like it's essentially his unraveling in the show and it's essentially his unraveling in the comic we'll come on to events later with uh the mighty tiger shiva but uh just up to this that point he's name. he's being like you know ezekiel's troops do get gunned down by big <laughs> big uh ammunition and um they do come back from the dead and in actual fact, they actually save Ezekiel at times by some of the saviors about to kill Ezekiel and the dead reincarnate uh, followers of his just swarm them because there's obviously so many right. they've killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he's him. able to... So I guess to... there's a slight reference to that in the Carol stuff. Yeah, so he's able to like flee um, and then lead up to the scene later on, which we'll talk oh, about, I'm sure. It reminds me of another scene that I hated. But... So let's talk about Carol's shootout, shall we? Yes. 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 That's good. Yes, I was let's. To talk about that. Yeah. Is that the scene that you, you have some feelings on, John? Yeah, so I guess, uh, I mean, fucking hell. So she's out of ammo, you assume. Or she's How much least... ammo does she have? <laughs> well, yeah, well, who knows? But um, Well, she reloaded before she came around the corner with a full clip. Well, Reloading! That's but... about 36 bullets, so. So she puts on this shit voice where she's like, I'll tell you where they are, don't shoot me. And then, uh, which is exactly that. So she stands up and she's got, and then some guy walks straight up to her. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then, I mean, even the cameraman's like, what are you doing, mate? She's got a fucking knife on her. Like, so, like, cluey to the audience. Look, everybody. Look, the knife, the knife. You don't need that. She, oh, it's just so shit. What annoys me about it is the fact that Carol's pulled this trick before. So do you remember... Um, a couple of seasons ago where she fled Alexandria yeah. because she counted how that many was killed. That good, though. That yeah. seems good. That was good. So, fool me once. <laughs> you know? You know, that's shit, still... Shit, shit, she, man. 
Shame on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? So what I'm saying is, the fact is, the fact that scene where she killed those saviors on the road was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. With the hiding the Uzi up her sleeve. Oh, I'm a meek woman just driving down the road. I don't know anything I've about this. I've never played any video games. I never played no, any video games. Of course she hasn't. Yeah, of course she bloody hasn't. But, um, <laughs> but this time it was a bit like, come on, you know, the saviors have heard on the radio that they're getting absolutely massacred at the moment. Yeah. They're not going to just let this woman who's killed six or seven of their guys <laughs> just, oh, yeah, I'll put my hands up. You know, it's all cool. I was just like, come on, mate, just shoot her in the fucking head. Yeah. Like, ah! as, much as, I, as much as I like her, yeah. I don't want well, her to die. I read a fake spoiler before I watched this episode, which was, oh, my a God, foiler. a foiler. I read a foiler. Is that a thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, OK, I read a foiler. Uh, they said that Carol died in episode four. So and this is before I watched it because um, I'm an idiot. So we've had some. Um, we've we, we, we've got an Instagram account. Go follow us, fan underscore critical, and we've had some messages uh, from some uh, followers who have been asking us uh, our opinions on Carol and saying mm. that they've heard spoilers as well that she would die in this episode. Yeah. Now, do you think they got confused between human Carol and Tiger Shiva? Because <laughs> they are both women. Well, I got. I got messages saying that both were going to go in this episode. Yeah. Do you, I mean, did we, I don't know, like, I, there was a point at that, at that scene where what I would have wanted Carol to do at this shootout was to get on top of all the other stuff and, and just snipe them out, to be honest, because she can do that. Right. And, and I, instead, when she ran in there and just went fucking ridiculous, yeah. and I don't know what she was looking at that bloody garage door thing all about. That well, made that no made, sense. that did make sense. No, 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 that that was a good payoff. Yeah. Well, sort of, but not really. Yeah. Um, I thought she was going to die because I read the foiler. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I don't know whether... Is this just some kind of massive anti-fan hoax? Anti-fan! I think what it is... I think the season is, to be honest. I think, I, I think the problem with it is that... With, you like this episode. With, show, yeah, with shows like this... With shows like this, which have such strong fandom, like even Game of Thrones is the same thing. Do you know how hard it was for them to keep spoilers? You know, the whole of the Game of Thrones season seven, season seven script, bar one scene mm. that was leaked four months before the show even aired, yeah. was accurate. <clears throat> now, Boy. that's disgusting. <laughs> that's fucking disgusting, man, it because it ruined yeah. half of the season for me. I saw a couple I of just, key moments. You, you, you can't help it. yourself. You love it. He loves oh, a peak. I know. I love a peak. But the problem is... With Walking Peaky Dead, yeah. we, we're, also, we're also led to believe these spoilers. And there's a lot of spoiler <coughs> Walking Dead sites. There's a lot. Mm. And the Reddit is prevalent for it, right? Um, so all I'd say is if people don't want to be spoiled, I know it's hard. Don't read these things. Just don't read them. Don't listen to this. Do listen to this because we're oh, talking sorry, about it no, after. Yeah, the, do, yeah, do listen to do this. Listen to this. Yeah, and John. we did do a spoiler warning. So yeah. Always do a spoiler warning. Um, spoiler warning! In terms of Carol... <laughs> We thought she might go this episode. Yeah. And to be fair, it was kind of leading up that way. I still am, I would say, 90 to 100% sure she's going this season. 90 to 100% is a strong... Strong, mate. I yeah. think she's... I think she's... She, her, Daryl, I think they're two characters that can go <sighs> at the end of the season. And we'll come on to it later or whatever, but I just... I, I'll tell Any you my actually, I genuinely thought that Ezekiel was going to die. And that that pained me more 100%. than Carol. If Ezekiel, Ezekiel is in this episode at yeah. points, no, no, you know, no, no. watching I, on a fresh side, yeah, which is fine. Well, I still felt that way. You can't disagree with my own feelings, John. I have one more complaint about that, and actually, the the reason I wanted to talk about that scene is the fucking stupid bit where she hits the button, opens the gate, and you've got two guys. Don't even bother turning around. 
just shooting for ages in one direction, not hitting anything. How many bullets they got in those mags, yeah, bro? Yeah, and then just like the fucking zombies getting from behind. I'm like, oh, come on. Sometimes this show, and I, and I know we're saying we're not taking it too seriously. It looked, I, I but don't that want to take looked it so seriously. cartoony. It, it did, it was like, cartoony. Oh, but once again, on. going back to our B-movie sort of theory... But even it's if they kind were like of close right. to the fence, yeah, and it's like they turn to react, and then they just get overrun. Uh, yeah. zombies, are, zombies are really quiet. I thought you could knock that beer over, then no. up, then fucking hell. Well, uh, yeah, I, I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, oh. sound bite that. So after the uh, apparent disaster that this scene is, from the opinions of. John and Ben. Um, Carol then decides, now nah, fuck this, I'm going to leave those two saviours to run away with those massive, like, people tearing up guns. And I'm just going to go and help Ezekiel and Jerry. I mean, you would, I'd definitely go and save Jerry. Um, Poor Ezekiel. Well, you know, I think he'd be right, to be honest. I love Jerry. He's... I'd like to marry Jerry, if I'm honest. Do you feel like that kind of just ruined Carol's rampage by her just going, oh, and I'll leave them two alive, they can get the guns off. She's done all that work. To stop them taking the guns away and then just pisses off to unlock it. She could have unlocked it and come back. Well, I think it illustrates how far her character has come emotionally because obviously she feels some sort of connection to Ezekiel at this point. Or we're led to believe that her and Ezekiel, after the last couple of seasons, are, are growing this sort of bond. They've had a lot of one-on-one dialogue. Peaches it's and chill. Jerry in the end. Yeah. It? Just the end of the season is her just getting off of Jerry. That would be brilliant, though. Oh, ah, I see. Yeah, Subtext. Yeah. Subtext. Yeah. Not used to that in The Walking yeah. Dead. Pomegranates um, and chill. No, I want to bake and chill. But... <laughs> Oh, oh Jesus! No, that's what I meant. Like oh bake cake. Jesus. So Damn it. I'm happy for Carol that she made an actual human decision here, um, because <laughs> yeah. to save to save Ezekiel and Jerry, look, they were they were they were pretty fucked at this point. You know, Jerry broke his axe trying to get the padlock open, which was a silly move. Yeah, we'll, we need we'll to can't fuck that up, to be honest. Yeah. He's lost his he's lost his cool axe now, and that was his. He needs to get a new axe because Jerry is yeah. he's yeah, half a man. He's half a man. Rick's got a little one. Rick's got a hatchet, yeah, it's a lovely little hatchet. And there was a bit where he went, he like, so he attacked a zombie horizontally. Now, I mean, this is very video gamey. What's yeah. he doing attacking someone horizontally with an, with the end of an axe that where the fucking blade's gone? Like, and the zombie was just played along, couldn't even be covered. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm, yeah, I'm dead now. Whatever. Yeah. Um, what's he doing? Mm. Yeah, I pointy. Pointy. Sticking with the pointy end. Oh God, Game oh. of Thrones again. John's obsessed with Game of Thrones. Oh, am I? Yeah. Only a little bit. So at this point, it, she's gone to rescue Jerry and Ezekiel after he's fucked up his axe because, come on, Jerry, sort your life out. Guns get away. You've enough for taking the piss out of your voice now? Sprouted yeah. legs and they ran away. Yep. Yeah, guns yeah. sprouted legs, run away to the Harry Hill team. Bye-bye, yep. everybody. Brilliant. That's exactly what they said. Um, and at the end of our last episode, we saw Rick and Tyrell having a bit of a bro-tiff, what I like to call it. Yeah, after the baby handover and the killing the teenager thing, all of a sudden they appear badass again in an open top, open top jeep. Is yeah. that open top? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rick's got a nice little open oh, on a motorbike. Top jeep. Um, Jurassic Park. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Uh, shooting down the guys, the saviors, taking the guns away. What did you feel, John, about the reuniting of Rick and Daryl? I was a bit like, fucking hell, they're in it. Um, and again, like, uh, look, I saw the the promo, so I knew that they were in the next episode, but I completely forgot. And that is a good episode. 
I agree because I had exactly the same reaction. Yeah, I was like, fuck, Rick and Dowell are in this. Yeah. And that was great. Yeah, and so I, you know, I posted on our Instagram and I posted a picture of a promo image of Rick in this episode. Yeah. And I forgot he was in the episode. So good. That is good. I was like, yeah. Jesus. I was like, this is going to get fucking interesting. I wonder what happens here. And now, I, I thought he really did. Like, yeah. I mean, that guy in the back of the truck shooting out that badass gun mm. at Rick and Daryl was immense. Pathetic shot, though. Slight problem. <laughs> I just didn't like the way that the guy with the gun that obviously just tore watermelon-sized holes in people wasn't tearing up Rick's Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> that hard, was the only thing. It's hard that, maven. And, and, and that was that was the only thing. He, I did, he did shoot it at one point when a snake came out the front of it. So... Yeah, but there should be holes the size of, like... You know, tennis balls in that thing. Mm. He's like, got he's got a direct shot. target. Yeah, and they're on a relatively straight road. Harken back to uh, <laughs> video games. Have you ever played Time Crisis or like House of the Dead or you know how you know any of these games? You know, arcade shooters. House of the Dead, a zombie game. Yeah, so House of the Dead, zombie game, relevant. So he should be nailing this target. If not, you know, he's spending a lot of pound coins in the arcade. Mm-hmm. Now maybe he's that guy. Maybe he's that guy. Yeah, harking back to Stranger <laughs> Things. Jesus, guys, can you not like focus on the Walking Dead? Seriously. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Um, no, fair point. Um, but most badass bit of that scene, Rick. Jumped into it. Yes. Punches, just stabs the dude. Indiana Jones. Mm. Yeah. Indiana Jones. Absolutely cracking. That's good. That's good. Oh, Indiana I, Jones. I thought, um, yeah, I mean, that is cool. Maybe they should have had a. Just Daryl humming it. On the motorbike. But yeah, him coming. Like, Daryl coming back into the chase. A bit quick for me. But he came back into it. And that shot, one shot kill, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So that he's got that a nine millimeter what, that pistol. That is excellent stuff. <laughs> he's got a nine millimeter pistol. The other guy's got a Browning M52. <laughs> but we'll suspend this. We'll suspend disbelief for that. that. That's yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. right. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Well, by the moment, Rick crawls back out of the car and Dow goes, "Flip it, rough mate." That was funny. That was brilliant. And what like, why though? I don't, I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious. I think that was Daryl's way of going. Ah, oh, it's all right, we're okay now, mate. Do you remember? Are we friends again, bros. Do you remember a couple of seasons ago where I think it was like just before? They were in the, the the half season before they sort of met up with Negan's group and the bat scenes. And there was like an episode two where Rick and everyone had settled in Alexandria. They were going out looking for supplies. And it was Rick and Daryl that went on this sort of like bro yes. episode. And they went around. I love that episode. Right. That episode's amazing. So it's good. It's so good. And and the thing that I like about Rick and Daryl is it's like Ezekiel and Jerry that I was saying earlier. I could watch these two guys go and do a bottle episode on their own exploring the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, totally. Because Absolutely. I love their like chemistry together. They're good friends off on set, sorry, and off set and all that sort of stuff. And I think... Um, Not I think, as ironically good friends as uh, Daryl and Negan are off set. Yeah. They go riding motorbikes <laughs> together. That's like, very ironic. But it comes across well. They come across well and, they, and everything they do together. I, I feel like Rick and Daryl really are brothers now. Like, like through all of this, there's that big scene like a couple of seasons ago where Rick says to Daryl after he joins up after the whole almost Carl getting raped scene by the sort of rogue band that Daryl had accidentally joined after getting separated from him. Yeah, that was a really rough scene. Yeah, it was fair. great, great, but 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 it was really one of the best episodes Walker Dead's ever done. So good. But um, that that moment where he says to Daryl like, "Look, you're my brother. You're my family." Like, and Excellent. and he. He really, he needs that. He <laughs> no, needs that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs that, and he believes that. And he, he you know, he'll do anything for Rick, and Rick will do anything for Daryl. And I love that. I love the fact that these two are together, and everything they do is decent. It's decent. I think, yeah. And they are the only two characters in this season who were battling against each other morally on the surface, who don't let that affect their relationship. You know, there's a lot of other Yet. groups of characters. 
don't ruin it. I love yeah, that romance. Like, it makes it stronger when Daryl kills. Uh, sorry, when Rick kills Daryl. Nah, Daryl kills well. Rick. Absolutely not. They kill each other. No. So let's move on and talk about one of the. Uh, I've got to say, most heart-wrenching moments of this episode, considering I was expecting Carol to die. Um, we've got Jerry, Carol and Ezekiel wandering through the woods. They get this ditch full of mouldy zombies. Yeah, gross, to be honest. Also, what is what is going on in that river? <coughs> yeah, Radioactive I mean, I, waste. Yeah, was that was that supposed to be like... I feel like it's supposed to be a kind of a reference to something. I think that's a definite, definite reference to Romero. Because I guess it was... Um, yeah, that's definitely a, a reference to Romero. Hundred percent. But like, even like the way in which they were like, like the camera was panning in in like a really like awkward way. Um, so yeah, but I even after that, I was kind of like, am I missing something here? Well, some of them did look more rottenly mouldy than usual. I love it. I thought I it was it. great. And I then love, of course, I love the zombies where they really evolve them in their sort of environments. Do you remember back in season two? There's like a one down a well, which is also one of the stupidest scenes of all oh time. Oh my god, at the farm. Yeah, which is yeah. one of the stupidest scenes of all time. Who's they... drinking from that? If they who to exactly, it out. exactly, it's stupid. But all of them. The bloater zombie was cool. I like bloater zombies. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, rank. Yeah, yeah. And this is radioactive bloater zombies. I was like, that's fucking they disgusting. Were, they were brilliant. I really love that. And then of course, fucking Shiva turns up, and you were all like, yeah, Shiva's back. And then fuck me, that she's gone. So obvious, gone. Though. I mean, so. It's devastating. It is. Uh, there's not. There's not. There's not lie about it. I know this sounds weird, but I, you get that thing I where 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 animal characters have a lot more affinity than human characters. Even though we love our human characters. No yeah. rabbit man. <laughs> 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 um, but, <laughs> oh, oh rabbit man. You know what I mean. Just like he's being chewed off. <laughs> oh god. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Like sometimes you like Shiva. I'm sorry, I've got to stop you. I'm now singing Rabbit Man to the tune of Rocket Man in my head. Yeah, yeah. Rabbit yeah. Man. Shiva, although we haven't seen much of her for screen time, how cool is it having a tiger in the zombie apocalypse? Now, it's fucking brilliant. It's absolutely amazing. Now, I knew this was coming. So and l- I don't want l- to tell l- anyone about it or anything in the group, but I have not told any of our fellow <laughs> so podcasters that this is going to happen. Um. But I knew it was coming. How it does it compare to the comics? It, well, it's exactly what I want to know. It, I desperately want to know the comparisons to the comics. Very, very similar is the answer to your question. For once, they in have not. It's in a quarry, so quite similar. Mm. Um, but it's very similar. Like Ezekiel is not with Jerry and Carol at this point. He is on his own, fleeing, um, and gets surrounded by walkers and Shiva comes in, saves a day and gets mobbed by the sheer quantity of them. As we've learned with walkers now, you know, a couple aren't going to cause our group a problem. But when you get More large, yeah, well, large quantities, you know, like semi mini herd going on, you're in a bit of trouble. <clears throat> and um, Shiva buys Ezekiel enough time to escape. Mm. Now, yeah. now in the show, obviously yeah, quite a lot of time. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah, he had quite a lot of time. Now, in the sh- in the show, uh, Ezekiel's got Jerry and he's got Carol. Two very competent at this point, would say, because they've you know done decent in this episode. We know mm. Carol's very competent. Yeah. Soldiers next to him. Um, and that didn't lessen... I didn't lessen it for me at all, actually. <clears throat> it was... Because Jerry's gotten a, a bit of a connection to Shiva as well, obviously, having been by Ezekiel's side for such mm. a long time. I like your tiger. Yeah, yeah. Like, like tiger. Can I pet it? Minute. No. 
No, absolutely not. Yeah. Rip your arm off. Rip your arm off. Don't pet it. I've got an axe. <laughs> um, I have to say, like, the whole... She were dying really choked me up. I, I shed two whole tears, which Cat is a lot dying. for me, because I'm a bit dead inside. Um, but, yeah, it really broke my heart. But more so because of Ezekiel, you know, some of it was a bit camp-acting, but do you know what I mean? Oh, you're huffing at me, but I'm going to say it anyway. It was especially more powerful to me because of the effect it had on Ezekiel and... I think that we've seen him coming undone like a fucking, you know, disaster zone in this episode. Yeah. Understandably. <laughs> but it was the one moment he slipped character. Yeah. And he slipped out of, I am King Ezekiel and I will give the soliloquies to, mate, I'm just a fucking, I'm a bloke. Just leave me. I can't leave my girl to die. And um, oh. that just, yeah, I know. Like, you know. It's well, that's the thing, isn't all it? All the action he's getting in the apocalypse. <clears throat> this is the thing, um, you know, <laughs> the story with Ezekiel is that he obviously was a zookeeper or, or attending and helped Shiva. We even get the sort of callback where he talks to Carol about how he yeah. made a decision to act and help Shiva. Is it a flashback or a flash, flash, flashback? Yeah. <laughs> but this this is a perfect comparison to that. He's got the opportunity, not the opportunity to help her. He probably would never be able to save her in a situation. But he but could have sacrificed he, himself to die with her and I thought he was oh, going to... No. no that's what he wanted to do. Shiva sacrificed herself to save Ezekiel. Shiva, oh, so she is a tiger. Yeah. What are you saying? That animals don't have some sort of like emotional connection I to their Basil's family? Uh... Sacrifice themselves for you? Definitely yeah, not. Absolutely. But what's interesting is that Ezekiel is meant to be the caretaker of this animal. That's interesting. Well, that's interesting. Actually, what it is, is it's just another reminder of the fact that not one shall fall and yet everyone's fucking dead. You know, it's just another person who unconditionally loves and follows Ezekiel, the king, uh, that is now lost because of that love. And it just, I think that is the, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, so I guess, uh, <clears throat> so a couple of things. <laughs> one... He was lucky he wasn't a zookeeper in the fucking sloth section of the zoo. Tiger. Can you imagine? Oh, he's fucking dead already. Jesus. He's fucking zombie apocalypse for five minutes. Um, I guess uh, the thing with Shiva. Now, uh, I said this before in, in either last week's or the one before, in the uh, this moment I could see coming uh, and I could definitely see it coming in this episode. It's another one of those things that it's like, it's too predictable, um, which is not the worst thing in the world. No. However, did I care? And again, the people that don't know me, I'm a cat guy. You know, I love cats. So I felt like once this happened, I'd be gutted. I thought if this, if this cat dies, which it definitely will, and it is a cat. If it dies, I'm going to seriously choke up. You know, my lip's going to go and everything. When it happened, I was like, this is shit. And the reason why I thought it was shit, and this is not their fault. They only have so much money. It just didn't even look real. When it came in, I mean, it struggled to deal with these <laughs> zombies. It does, though. Well, hold on. But it struggled to deal with these zombies. I'm like, oh, come on. Like, a tiger's a pretty fucking powerful animal. If it swipes... <clears throat> You take your fucking head off if you've got healthy skin, let alone if you've got rotting <laughs> skin. Radioactive. You should be mauling these zombies. And then two, when they start eating it, it just looks like they're eating something that's not real. 
I actually know. So I, I have to say, there is a part of me that does not disagree with you here, which is unusual when it comes to The Walking Dead. Most of me, 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 me. most of the scene, I, I thought was great, and actually, I do suspend a lot of belief um, or disbelief, all kinds of beliefs, um, <clears throat> when it comes to The Walking Dead. It was only the moment where they panned behind Shiva being eaten by the zombies to catch carol ezekiel and jerry in the background where i thought this fucking looks like dog shit mm. for like 10 seconds the rest of it i loved i thought it was great and of course you know how else are they gonna <clears throat> kill you know the I, tiger i agree and, and it's another reflection of ezekiel in the crowd of the kingdom fighters or kingdom other halves and ezekiel crawling out from underneath the dead fighters oh, look, look, yeah you're shiva right. being killed by a well, yeah. swarm of zombies you are, you are right in the the strongest part of that is his reaction to it happening. Yep. That's, you know, that's heartbreaking in a way. Um, but I guess, and I said to you, mm. because we talk before this podcast, there you go, it's a recurring Yay! thing. I will only speak to one other person before this podcast. <laughs> this week it was me. This I week it was Emma. Uh, and I said, I choked up, I'm going to talk about Game of Thrones again. Oh, God. But, I'm, uh, but I guess I'm going to avoid certain spoilers. Is it going to be Barrison I choked me? up when, <laughs> when a mythical creature that could ne- absolutely not exist, no chance of it existing, uh, and doesn't look like the realest thing in the world. Uh, but real enough that when certain things happened, I was like, oh, fucking hell. I was Didn't gutted. You, you bit your tongue. Is that what happened? I bit my tongue to, yeah. st- to stop me from... You know, it's to stop the, the bottom lip from going. Because I'm a man's man. And cry. Burly. Burly. <laughs> but, Burly uh, John. That, that is the way, uh, and again, they're different. Like The characters are different. Uh, and the need to spend that money are different. Um, I just felt like in that scene, the, the most beautiful shot in that scene, and I'll give it some credit, it's just the blood running through the water. Yeah, that's Romero, amazing. Romero-esque again. Yeah. But also, and I don't know whether it's actually going to be anything, highlighting the somewhat bizarre radioactive waste barrels yeah, in the gully. I don't think it's going to be anything. I think it's just a, it a, a nod to Romero, like we said. But but I'd like to say that Shiva dies the same way in the comics. Mm. As I just said, zombies, you know, overrun her. She, You know, there's a lot of them. Like, I know it sounds bad. There's about 10 of them there, mm. even in the show. Look, they're, they're, they're slow, they're clambering, <laughs> but we've learned that in big packs, you're fucked. What is and it? I know but, it's a tiger, like... I know it's a tiger, but animals don't have hands and things to push these things away. No, yeah, but that like, is like, One okay. bite is all it takes. One bite is all it takes. Game over. Literally, it's, but it's not swarmed. though. It's not that though. It's not like you get bit by one zombie and that's it, you've lost. Yeah. You're not if you're an going. animal. You don't turn if you're an animal as well. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So Why is that? Uh, well, we don't know, but you you don't. It's a human disease. Do you, think, do you think monkeys turn because we are, you know, like ninety nine percent similar in DNA strands? I to dread monkeys. to think what's happening in some parts of Africa, South America, and India at this stage. Well, look, oh God! <laughs> I mean, this um, show is going down the toilet. That I can imagine. What you know, fan uh, critical uh, or? Boom <laughs> 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 boom. Yeah, very good. I did See, we found me. some humour there. Yeah, sometimes I'm amusing. At the bottom of the wine bottle. Yeah. Um, Beer can. Are you a Jamaican? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, a Jamaican saying bacon is is the gag. Uh, it might be that a bit of fucking Planet of the Apes might rescue the Walking Dead. Imagine that. 
I'd be alright. What is in that? Is in like monkey chromosomes save Just the human race? Monkeys get involved in the, the zombie apocalypse. What I'll like Caesar, Caesar? Caesar, yeah. yeah, just Caesar. Yeah. If you haven't seen uh, the new Planet of the Apes, go see it. Bloody brilliant trilogy of films. Seen, yeah, it's true. Oh, it's great, mate. No, yeah. I haven't seen the third one it's actually. Um, here's a question off topic. What is the collective noun for a group of zombies? Is it Zomboy. a horde? It's a gaggle of zombies. <laughs> <laughs> is it? She got killed by a gaggle <laughs> of zombies. Got a gaggle of zombies over. Uh, it's just a horde, is it not? Yeah, it's a herd. No, herd. It's, a it's a herd of zombies. Well, is it a horde or herd? It's called a herd. A gaggle. They, they call it a herd. They don't call them zombies. They don't call it anything. Yeah, they call it. If you, they if they you call it walkers. Zombie. Well, no. I mean, I was well, no, because they're oh. going to know, aren't they? They, You know, come on. So you know that people in like this universe don't know what a zombie is, right? That they've never heard the word zombie. So people in the Walking Dead universe That's have never heard the word zombie. That's why they call them walkers, biters, roamers, all this shit. What's the other one that's really but weird? That's more of a copyright thing. It's not a copyright thing. There's no, there's no oh, copyright against is. zombies. No, but there is against Zomboy. <laughs> Zomboy. <laughs> <laughs> so, How have we lost Zomboy in Carl... the Rabbit Man in one week? How <laughs> <laughs> will this show exist? Caesar! <laughs> Just FYI, Carl is not dead. Um, he is Zomboy. One-eyed Zomboy. Yeah. Um, so we're coming right to the end of the episode and we go full circle back to the kingdom and the gates open. <laughs> and uh, two of the kingdom non-fighter members open the gates and they look and they see Ezekiel fucking stumbling behind Jerry and Carol walking in. No one says a word. And they're looking behind them going, where's where's everyone else? And they're not, they're dead. They're dead. They're dead. And, um, and Ezekiel walks in and he... Puts the hand on the shoulder of the kid, Henry, I believe his yeah, name who is. is that kid? His name is Henry. I think he's, uh, is he Benjamin's brother from last season? Oh, oh yeah, wow. shit, yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's his younger See, brother. See, that's what confused me, because I was like, well, Benjamin's dead, so who the hell is this kid? Yeah, I think his it's brother. Yeah, he used to read him stories yeah. before. Yeah, Benji's bro. Uh, of course, yeah. Well, that kid doesn't care. I mean, all his family are dead anyway. Yeah, but, you know. Kids. <laughs> Fucking hell, that poor kid. Um, and, and all of the Kingdom members, community... <clears throat> Looking to Ezekiel for more words of wisdom or an explanation, and he just has nothing left. Mm. Absolutely nothing left. Broken man. Um, John, where do you think Ezekiel and the kingdom are going to go from here? You know, I think I think you get over it. I think um, it, it would have been, I don't know, self reflection. It might be that Jerry goes, "Look, you know, I don't care if you're fucking feeling sorry for yourself. Ultimately, these people rely on you." Loads of people have died. Man the fuck up and pretend to be a king. Otherwise, we're done already. I so really get over it. I genuinely think that's what's going to happen. Dude, cool dude. <clears throat> and I'm going to take your girlfriend as well. All right. Yeah, we're going to go bake cookies together. Mm. Yeah, See you later, Len. What? Um, without taking us ahead of ourselves in the comics, um, do you think he can come back from this? I hope he does come back from this and I hope that he has the resolve to get through this massive loss. <laughs> and that's it. So there you go. See, I mean, uh, it's difficult for you, isn't it? Because you know... So obviously, like Ezekiel in the comics and Ezekiel, as I said in this episode, are very similar, <clears throat> have similar journeys and it's about the unravelling of him as a character and the unravelling of this facade that he has created, which all of our characters now have bought into. Carol has even bought into it in the show. Rick buys into it in the show and also in the comics. And the whole of the kingdom buys into it. And he's lost his main 
aura. Like, and when I say that, like, not just his aura of being the king, but he's lost his aura of Shiva. You know, the saviors talk about him, like, you know, this king who's got a tiger. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? A tiger? Mm. That is mental. Because it is fantastically, yeah. terrifyingly mystical. It's like something out of a fan. It's like something out of Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. You know, it's just stupid. Yeah, no, the tiger, the king, and yeah, Jerry. Well, it's <laughs> tiger, lion, whatever. But, you know, it's just stupid. <laughs> and he's. He's lost it. He's lost that. And he's lost his facade at the same time. And he's lost a lot of his followers. So, the, at least the fighting part. So, he's in dire straits. Hmm. Insert band cue. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he basically... I don't want to spoil what happens from this point onwards. So, I'm not going to spoil what happens from this point onwards. But what I will say is that, you know... I don't know what the show is going to do. But I hope that... I hope that Ezekiel comes back from this. Because the, the you know the war is still going on. Like if you think these four episodes have only spanned about three hours, four hours of or like a, not even a day yet mm. of actual conflict. Yeah. Um. So let's hope that he can come back from this and support Rick and the Hilltop as best he can because you know they need it. Well, I agree, and we open this season with three distinct <clears throat> communities and three superb leaders in their own ways. Um, you know, with the king, the widow, and Rick. Rick doesn't even have a nickname. He's just Rick, right? Which I think but he's is the best, isn't he? So let's not. Well, you know, call him. Away from it. Rick. Go on, rank them out of. Rank them out of ability. No, just rank them. What, like out of ten. No, or like no, one, no, two, just and three. One, two, and three. Yeah. As in my favourites or the best or. Yeah, well, just competent leaders. Who do you think the best are? Best overall. Yeah. Ezekiel, Maggie, Rick. What's Rick's, Rick's the worst. Lost. Come on. Are you, you mental? Know, you King know I'm not a massive Grimes fan. But it doesn't matter. Like. That doesn't matter. If, yeah. Yeah, he, want, want... he wants to follow Maggie anyway. Yeah, but he's still the most competent and Also, we've leader. seen Maggie for about three minutes in the last four oh, episodes. I won't vote for them, even though they're the right party. Oh, come on. I think we'll all agree that this is definitely the best episode of the season so far. It's yep. not difficult. No, as but John says. But it, but it definitely best. is the By best. Mile. It is the highest rated. Um, it's probably the goriest. There's no rolling down the hill zombies. There's, you know, chop some people in half with an axe. Go on, Jerry. Um, but I want to know, John, what you think is going to happen in episode five. We're just hitting the halfway point. We've not seen a lot of, of many characters. Carl, Michonne, Negan, Gabriel. Where the ideas? fuck is Negan? Essentially, yeah. This is mental. It's all do out you, war. Do you think we're going to see him come back in episode five, John? I, well, I've not seen the promo. Ne- so, neither uh, have I. Oh, there you go. What about you? I've like, seen lens. it. Before we ask Len, like, what do you think without seeing the promo for next week's episode? Yeah, um, That's in the teaser. If Negan isn't in the next episode, then I feel like he's going to get four episodes just dedicated to him. I'm just going to put this out there, John. I know you're going to be really upset when I say this to you. I've seen the preview. It's a Father Gabriel backstory episode where we see his followers outside right. the church. Yeah! So we'll see remnants of... No, there's, there's Len, just Father Gabriel. No, that's no I've actually read the spoiler sheet as well. <laughs> Lenny, are you dead serious? No, I'm only joking! Oh, fuck. <laughs> I was going to say, let's quit this podcast John now. Up. I'm just I, I winding mean, John I, up. I didn't for one... Well, no, but I mean, you say winding me up. Like, I, I have no problem with character development. Uh, I don't. That's essentially um, what this episode, in its own way, was, isn't it? Yeah, like quite well, a nice... Character development. Um, one of my least favourite episodes last... Either last season or the season before. Uh, it might have been the season before. Uh, was like an extra long episode of just Morgan. 
I was like, what is this? Oh, where he was oh, learning the teaching yeah. sort of uh, Taekwondo. Uh, yeah. ta- I love that episode. Aikido, so sorry. Bad. Aikido. Loved it. Um, yeah, but we got Tabitha in that episode, and uh, may she rest in peace. What a goat she was. Oh. I love Tabitha. And Morgan's... we lost another animal this episode, so John, good segue there. Good link. Yeah, nice. Well done. Well, Unintentional, it, but beautiful. Well, um, Len, have you actually seen the teaser for next yes. week's episode? Yes, so uh, I tell will... Us, tell us what uh, it's about. Spoiler alert. Spoiler warning. <laughs> we need to see fucking Negan, and uh, next episode he is in... He's in it. Yay! He's in it. We basically looks like we're going to be focusing on what the saviors are doing after they've been surrounded by a herd of zombies. I quite want to see that perspective, to be honest. Well, yeah, we've been saying it for weeks. Where is that perspective? Yeah, like, and I'm. I think it's really important that you see both sides of the story, uh, even though we're obviously <laughs> going to be rooting for our our lads and lasses. Right, I'm impatient, so I'm going to watch it now. So hold on. Right, John. Right, so All we've right. watched the trailer for next week now, uh, John. Looks good, doesn't it? Oh, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Shiva's back in it. Didn't yeah. I thought she was dead. Zombie tiger, isn't it? <laughs> Mental. And Rabbit Man. Rabbit Man. <laughs> and Zombie Boy. Zombie Boy. It was, it was obvious Zombie Boy was going to come back. Oh, I've um, got now. All right, so Negan is in it. Woo! So that's good. There you go. Go Mental fans. Yeah. Um, Dwight. So who's he speaking to there? When he goes, I'll lead them out if you can't. So Dwight's obviously got a very interesting role. Uh, I'll lead the saviors out if you can't, is what he says. Yeah, Probably so to... Well, we know that Negan's separated from the group in that trailer with Gabriel at the moment. So Sam it must heard. be Simon so or Jared, mustn't it? So there's Simon, no, Simon, no, Simon, Gavin, Eugene left in the building. Well, and Eugene's the woman. Not and I can't remember the woman's them. name. I'm really sorry. I don't think we knew her name. I don't know if she ever named it. In the... Rabbit she Girl. She did. Rabbit Girl, yeah, Rabbit Girl can't. Yeah, big um, ears. So they've got a mission to get Negan free from this trailer, which is, as we saw, encompassed by walkers at the end of the first episode of the season. Mm. Um, so that's obviously Dwight trying to, you know, cover his, you know, betrayal. Mm. You know, Dwight is a big character, as we said, and, and will either be for good or for bad to come season's end. <clears throat> I hope good. Well, you know, he's a character who's had a lot so, of growth. Yeah. and uh, Will Dwight's... Misses that isn't his missus come back. Potentially. And no. in the comic, there is an interesting thread <laughs> with that. So I hope you that you guys that. guys can see something about that later on. But um, Ooh, teaser from Teaser, them. teaser, teaser, teaser. I'm not going to spoil anything, but, you know, I think there are a lot of threads that they can pull on. <clears throat> They're really rich. So pull I hope they thread. do that. I'm gonna... But anyway, so ne- next week... Dwight versus Simon is my prediction. Good. Two big um, characters. So we, the one thing I want to raise is we talked a little bit about, um, quite a bit actually, to be honest, about Eugene in the first episode. Um, He's back again and uh, no one's gone to him to think he's the one that's fucked this up. They've gone in that trailer straight to Dwight. What the fuck is Eugene going to do? I mean, I know Len, you think he's going to have his hero moment and, you know, recoup all his glory. John, what do you think? It's going to happen to Eugene. Yeah, there's no point in asking Len because Len will just go, "Well, you know, I, you know, I've read the comics and I'm, <laughs> I know everything." You know, I'm hoping that <laughs> that is very Eugene true. Will have his moment if the comics do what they decide to do. He will have his moment. I hope so. Um, so that's what Len. I don't. Say. I've uh, said this before. But... I don't really care to be honest, but I guess. Um, <laughs> Look, Eugene definitely has a part to play. You can, I mean, you can see that, uh, irrespective of whether or not you've read the comics and, and the script, or spoilers, 
uh, or anything. Uh, but I don't know. Like the, the thing that interests me the most in 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 that next episode, looking at that, is um, how much of a beating is Negan going to put on Gabriel? Hopefully, a lot. Hopefully, he kills him. Um, well, no, but I said that before. Just get rid of him. Yeah. Useless. Yeah. Move him on to other series. You know, he's a good actor. Yeah. So get yeah. excited, people. Uh, is that excitement or yeah yeah cool. any other final comments gentlemen um, I'm just happy that Walking Dead has returned <laughs> to something that I enjoy watching like, I enjoyed watching this episode and you know if we didn't do this podcast I might not enjoy the episodes as much because I look forward to talking about it with you guys so I think Aww. some of the week some of the weaker episodes have been um, not not the best you know John will you know, tear him a new one and I'll try and defend them where I can. But I'll be honest, they're not been the best. No. But this one was a really, really good episode of television and one which I was engrossed in. Yeah, there was a couple of little weak points, but overall, great episode of TV. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes on from this. I really hope they kick on. Usually <clears throat> they start strong, falter in the middle and end strong. Yeah. And this time, it, you know, if they start weak, you know, and then get better as we go, then that's a really good thing. So let's do that. Yeah. I have no problems with a show that uh, once it finds its feet, um, hopefully, even if like the next kind of three or four episodes are seven or eight out of ten, I can kind of deal with that. Mm. I can deal with that. Um, just don't sink to the lows of, you know, the last... Well, the last three episodes before this, to be honest. But yeah, I, I, I'm I'm intrigued to see where they will go. Um, and and to be honest, that promo uh, has me uh, encouraged. Yeah. So yeah. How about you, Emma? How about me? Hang. Fucking hell. How about me? Um, I love this episode. Um. Some Guy is my favourite episode of season eight. Um, I love Ezekiel, we all know that. And we got probably some of the best content we've seen in a while. Um, as well as some really, really gruesome gore going on there. I'm dead excited to see Negan come back next week, uh, see what happens to Gabriel, get back into the you know the minds of the saviours, what's going on back there, how are they feeling um, behind enemy lines, so to speak. Um so we'll be back next week to cover episode five of The Walking Dead, The Return of Negan, the glorious Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, we'll be seeing a bit of Eugene, some Dwight. Coming out later this week, probably in about two or three days, Friday, Saturday, will be our final instalment of our Stranger Things coverage. Woo! Woo-woo! Woo! We finally have the return of our very own Will Byers from the Upside Down. So all five of the fan-critical gang are going to be back together. Um, Walking Dead, as usual, out next Wednesday, covering episode five. We'll also be covering Thor Ragnarok before the end of the month and starting to prepare for our Christmas special. This evening, we have been torturing your eardrums with yet another podcast. I've been joined by our slightly (laughs) happier than usual Master of Doom, John. Uh, and our editor in chief, Len. Bye bye. And I have been your slightly less than amateur host, Emma. Good night, everyone. Good night, guys. Gimple, well done, but don't fuck it up again. Love you, Gimple. Fuck you, Gimple. <laughs> <laughs>